Welcome to the Miss Mindset Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you master your mind so that you can up-level your life and live with confidence, passion and fulfilment. My name is Brianna. I'm a law school graduate, teacher, teen mentor, mindset and transformation coach, bookworm, fitness junkie and student of life obsessed with learning and sharing everything there is to know about the art and science of happiness. Having worked in both the corporate and educational world, I became somewhat frustrated at the fact that we are never taught how to use our most important tool, our mind, to master emotional well-being and use it to thrive, not just to survive. My intention for this podcast is to give you the strategies, tools, encouragement and guests who will help you to rewire your mind so that you can find your version of success and live with a fulfilled mind, body and soul. I am so I'm so excited to record this podcast. I was doing prep notes just before and I ended up just getting so fired up that I've hit record because I don't know, I'm just I'm just in a place where I want to talk about this because I feel like it's the it's the one mindset tool or hack that I feel can really change your life and actually can change your personality if that's something that you wanted to work on. Um Before I get into it, uh, which will be in just a second, I wanted to take just two seconds to say thank you so much to the people who have reached out, left a review, shared it with a friend, sent beautiful, encouraging words. Thank you so much. Um, It means the world. And like I said, all I want from this is just to be able to help people. And if it's helping anyone out there, then I have realized my little goal and mission and it's just propelling me to keep going and to keep sharing. Um, So I'm going to get straight into today's episode because like I said it's something that I love talking about and it's like one of my favorite the one of my favorite uh, strategies that I've learned just through studying um, NLP which is neuro-linguistic programming and just through all of my readings and I guess my philosophical, um, my underlying philosophy with life and that is the idea that uh, we have every single one of us, like I said, all of us have a mind and that means all of us needs to understand how to use it and this is one of the things, one of the faculties of the mind that I think can change our life and it's called perception. I'm going to get into perception in a moment, a little bit about what it is but just to sort of as a um, precursor to that, I love, love, love the quote by Charles Swindoll. He said, Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. And that is what I'm talking about in this episode. It's about perception and how you can use it, how you can use it to reframe the way you interpret any event, any air quote problem, any failure, and I'm using quotes again, uh, rejection, setback, obstacle, any sort of 
perceived negative experience, how you can use perception and reframe to turn it into something positive really. And it's really important to understand at least first on an intellectual level what this means and then how to apply it because the way you react to things Actually, we don't think about it, but the way we react to anything really, a problem, um, a failure, a rejection, a setback, or even anything really good, but the way we respond actually becomes us. It becomes our personality. If you're someone who just fires up real quickly or you kind of fly off the handle a lot or nothing really phases you or any situation that comes up your first reaction is to sort of retreat and go back internally to yourself and go back to self-doubt or to quit that actually becomes not just your temperament but your personality and it's really important that you have this brain habit this practice that uses your tool of perception to change your interpretation and the way you react to what are just neutral environments, neutral situations, neutral uh, circumstance and break a cycle of pessimism, of doubt, of anger, of frustration and learn to perceive things differently to empower you and to help you. So to sort of like paint the picture, something that I was thinking about that actually I was really thinking about it as I um, thought about this episode. I was down at the beach this week with my partner and it's the beach, like it's a happy place, right? It's like turquoise waters, it's kids are out having ice creams and people having fish and chips and it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. And then um, we went to the public toilets and there was a homeless person there with his swag and um, sleeping and we just had a conversation about how it's just crazy that that one event which is just neutral it's not negative it's not positive it's just it is what it is I love the Shakespeare quote (laughs) excuse my closet nerd here but Shakespeare said in I think it was Hamlet he said nothing is good or bad, our thinking makes it so. So whatever meaning we choose to attach to any given um, external reality, that's what it becomes. Whatever we decide to attach to it is what it becomes. And that has huge impacts on our lives. So anyway, we see a homeless person at the beach and we were talking about all the different ways um, that you could perceive this. And it's just funny because my initial reaction was just like, oh my God, like I I just straight away came to a place of like how fortunate I am and how lucky I am and I have um, a home and a loving family and I have food and, you know, um, yeah. And then we were talking about how, you know, some other people might look at that and think like, oh, bloody homeless man, like making this area or this suburb look bad or someone else might see that and just think, oh my God, how can I help? Like, what can I do? Is there anything I can do for this person? Someone else might see that exact same situation and think like, oh, I'm scared. Shit. Uh, I need to get away. Scary. Like, 
there's so many different ways that we can react to what is essentially just neutral. And this is something I'm going to get into in a moment about how our problems actually probably aren't problems. Um, it's a matter, it's a matter of perception. So when I say perception, I'm talking about the meaning we attach to things and the way we analyze or interpret an event. So this really is honest to God. This is what I think is our superpower as humans. And it is that mindset that makes you an absolute legend and someone who leaves a legacy and someone who gets past obstacles and problems and someone who thrives or someone who just crumbles and falls into victim mentality or uses everything as an opportunity to quit, uses external problems or setbacks or failures as a rejection and uses them as excuses. And then there's people who don't perceive anything as a problem and come out just legendary. It's the difference between someone who comes from an environment of physical abuse, of welfare, of sexual abuse and uses that as an excuse to perpetuate the cycle or the other person who comes out the other end as Oprah Winfrey and uses that as their power and doesn't let anything set them back. So I wanted to talk about the fact that we have got the ability to make any meaning from a situation or a problem that we have. When I say the word problem, I mean, yes, we all have challenges. You might have a relationship breakup. You might have a business going backwards. You might have money problems. You might have just broken your leg. What the problem is, though, is not the problem itself. It's the perception of it and the attitude towards it. So <laughs> I love and here's a, there's a quote again from Thomas Edison and like he's the guy who gave us light. He imagine if he after the first quote failure the first failed experiment to create this light globe. Imagine if he was like, ah, oh, fucked it, not trying again. Like he just doesn't have that mindset. I'm, I failed. You can completely, and, and note, he said that. So he said when a reporter asked him about how many times he had to fail to find what worked, he said, I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving that, 10,000 ways that won't work. When I have eliminated the ways that will not work, I will find the way that will work. So again, this is like another example of someone who just chooses to perceive things differently. And there's so many famous failures of people in that. They've just got this legendary mindset where nothing is a failure Every challenge is welcomed and every obstacle is an opportunity for growth. We've got like Jim Carrey, he was booed the first time. He was booed off stage the first time he did a comedy act. We've got Colonel Sanders, the guy who gave us KFC, if that's what you're into. He was 65 years old and suicidal before KFC actually became, became the KFC that we know that it is today. 
Then there was um, J.K. Rowling. Like she was rejected. The author of Harry Potter was rejected by all major writing publicators. It's, it's ridiculous. Oprah, like I said, Oprah was abused. She was pregnant at 14. She lost her first child. She was fired from her first TV job and told she wasn't fit for TV. And now she's Oprah Winfrey. She just went ahead and used that as her power. Now she just created her own TV company. Like perception is everything. Perception is the thing that you can use to define you and to propel you or to break you and it's your choice everything that's happening to you could be just happening for you if you perceive it that way so when I say problems and I use quotes because like I said before nothing is good or bad our thinking makes it so to give a few more examples I want to just go through a few problems that could have been perceived as problems which later turned out to be blessings how many stories were there of people on 9-11 who had the problem of a child who was homesick from school and therefore they had to stay home that day yes it was a problem at first glance but with a bit of hindsight that problem wasn't a problem it was a blessing it's the same for like I don't know how many people out there have got like those, thank God that relationship failed. When I say failed, again, it's not a failure. It was something that pushed you into the right direction or that shows you what you don't want in a partner. How many people have got that one thing in their life where they think everything's over and everything is crumbling and it turns out to be the turning point in their life. There's people who have lost legs, who have lost limbs, who come back and say, I'm so grateful for that experience because it's taught me how to live. Cancer survivors who also say the same thing. On the flip side, there's people who have won lottery, won the lottery and it has ruined their life. So even good things that we attach a little bit too much meaning to can turn out to be, again, something not so great. It's really important that we think about how we attach meaning to things and use um, our problems as something that can then propel us forward. So there's a few things and I'm not saying that problems don't exist. Of course, challenges do exist. We lose jobs, we have failed marriages, we might, I don't know, be feeling we might have a broken leg like I said but what we have got is our power for deciding what we're going to do with this so I there's a few things I can put forward as strategies and as reframes and as ways to move forward if you are dealing with a particular quote problem the first thing is this every problem has a solution think about that every problem has a solution and what you need to do is start focusing on the solution and not the problem I think it was Albert yeah Albert Einstein who said we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking that caused it so you need to start to think differently 
and adjust your attitude towards the problem because realistically, you're not going to be in a good mindset, a good headspace to solve problems, to think logically and rationally when you're dwelling on negativity and woe is me. So we need to start to think differently and to focus on the solution. So what we focus on expands where our attention goes, energy flows. So we need to look at solutions to the problem and ask ourselves better questions. Not why did this happen to me, but what is this teaching me? What can I learn from this? How is this, how could this possibly perceived as an opportunity for growth? What could I do differently to overcome this? Have I realistically done everything I can to alleviate this issue? We need to start to think differently, to ask better questions and to refocus our attention from the problem to the solution. The other thing that I like to do is actually come to a place of gratitude for your problem and for a lot of them of the problems that we have and let's be honest most of us listening to this are in the top percentile of the western world who we've got food we've got water we've got shelter we've got phones our problems let's reframe them would our problems be laughable to someone in a third world country Would our problems be laughable if our most loved one was on their deathbed? And even a reframe regarding the most traumatizing experiences, okay, situations, and I'm not sitting here saying things aren't hard, even health problems can be, or tragic experiences, tragic events can still be met with different perceptions to them. I've read about people who have lost children and that to me is just one of the cruelest things that could ever happen. And I've read about people who have used that experience to then move their life in a direction where they are now living for a charity that will stop that happening to someone else. Maybe it was a car crash. Maybe it's they're now dedicating their lives to teaching teenagers about drugs. And then there's other people who just basically that becomes the end to their life and the start to a depressive cycle of negative thought patterns. So even if it's a health problem, can you come to a place of gratitude? If you're problem is that you've put on weight can you reframe that can you think about your problem from the perspective of someone in a third world country oh I have eaten too much food and I've put on weight because there's so much affluence in my life and I can't say no to all the food like really is that actually a problem If you have a health problem, could you at least be like, thank God I live in a country that has doctors, that has Medicare, that has a pharmacy where I don't have to walk for hundreds of Ks to find water. At least I can look at different solutions and I'm in a place where I can deal with this issue. Can I be grateful for the problem I have? Can I be grateful for this issue? Because most of the time we can. Like, 
I don't know. I even myself, I remember one time <laughs> uh, knocking all my teeth out and cutting off half my lip and my braces had just come off and it was horrible. It was the worst time ever. But at, like at least I had a dentist. At least I didn't, you know, become brain damaged, which I could have. I knocked my head pretty hard. Like the, even your problems are something that you could potentially, if you're having money problems, like money problems in the West, there's solutions. There is Centrelink if you are really struggling. Thank you to a country that has Centrelink for people that need help. There are free workshops or places you can go into, government assistance, which can help you write resumes. There are jobs. There are so many ways that you can reframe your money issues and come back to a place of gratitude. And the last sort of reframe or mindset tool that I think really helps, and I get that it's a little bit airy-fairy for some people, but you know what? If it helps you to find comfort in challenging times, use it. And that is the belief that everything is happening for a reason. When you believe that everything is happening for a reason, it's so much easier to find comfort in challenging times. I was having a conversation with my mum this week and I sort of thought, well, it's probably no wonder that I do have like a naturally optimistic outlook on things. How can I not when I was, yeah, when I grew up with this, but to give an example of that, um, her car got backed into this week at a driver's centre, driver's um, licence centre because my cousin was getting his licence and she'd left it there for him to use. Anyway, someone backed into it, smashed all the lights out. My cousin couldn't do his driving test. Mum couldn't drive her car. Of course, initially she was really frustrated. She was angry and it didn't take long because she is a naturally optimistic person it didn't take long for her thought pattern to kick in and for her to look for the lesson, look for the reason, look for the reasons to be grateful. And instantly she just thought, well, I'm so glad that happened because I feel like maybe my nephew wasn't meant to get his license this weekend. Something bad was going to happen in that car. And this is just the universe protecting us. And I'm grateful that it was just a little smashed, uh, a little smashed light instead of a family member in a car crash or something like that. So even just looking for how this could be something that is a blessing in disguise and could just be ev and everything happening for a reason, it does really help when you've got something that you're sort of working through in and that is challenging to you. So questions to ask yourself. Is my problem something that could be teaching me a lesson? Where's the opportunity for growth? What is this teaching me? What is the feedback that this is giving me about something that's not working? Where is the solution? How could I find a solution? Is there a way I could be actually kind of grateful for my problems? If I was in a third world country, would my problems seem quite laughable? All of these things, they really do help you to change your perception. And it's really important at any given time or moment when something happens to you, take a second and just stop and think, 
my reaction to this is my superpower and I can choose to react however I want. The only thing that nobody can ever take away from me is the way I react to things. And when you really grasp the gravity of this, it is when you have got power in your life again. By deciding that you're the one who will choose your reaction, who will choose your perception, who will choose how you're going to attach meaning to any given situation, that is when you become the one in control of your life and you're not at the mercy of anything happening outside of your control. When you take the responsibility for your reaction, that is when you gain control of your life. So perception, it's my favorite mindset tool. It is our most powerful tool. It can make your problems a blessing. It can make your failures, your feedback, and it can make everything challenging and opportunity to grow, to come out better and to show you ways that you can develop as a person. And that is a mindset that truly, truly, truly does help you to thrive because nothing can get in your way. So if that helps, please, please uh, feel free to share, to take a screenshot, share it on your social media, reach out to me. Um, Yeah, that is it for me today. I wrapped it up in under 25 minutes. So leave it with you and hopefully that's a tool that will help you to thrive. Thanks for tuning in to the Miss Mindset podcast. If this is something that you feel could help a loved one, please feel free to share. You can also follow me on Instagram at missmindset underscore or subscribe to my weekly email, which is at www.missmindset.net. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And please remember, you have a mind and you can use it to thrive. You were not put here just to survive.